Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. Verse 21, the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And they're absolutely right. Perhaps you're familiar with David's words of repentance after he committed adultery and murder. He said in Psalm chapter 51, verse 4, he says, Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Uh, we don't think about that. Oftentimes when we sin, we don't think, I've sinned against God. We think, oh, I sinned against that person or I sinned against that person and I need to apologize. But all sin, honestly, is against God. And David would say, against you alone have I sinned. And you have to understand that David coveted, then he stole, then he committed adultery, then he lied. He murdered, he dishonored his parents in doing so, and he caused others to blaspheme God because of his sin. He probably did it on the Sabbath day, too. It wouldn't surprise me. And that was no offering. That was no sacrifice that you could make for murder and adultery. And yet he, he was broken before God. He acknowledged his sin before God, and God healed him. His sins and lawless deeds he put away. Blessed is the man whose sin is forgiven. Because all sin is against God, and it's only God's right to forgive sins. And he put away David's sin with no offering. He did because Jesus was already set, already promised to pay the offering for sin. And so he was for this man. And Jesus could forgive him of his sin, not just arbitrarily because he's God, but because Jesus had already been promised back in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that he would come and take away the sins of the world. If Jesus wasn't God, he certainly was committing blasphemy. And, and But Jesus knew all these religious leaders. They should have known the Scriptures, that the Messiah would be the Son of God, that there would be deity attached to the Messiah, and therefore he'd be God in the flesh. In Psalm chapter 45, verse 6 and 7, he says, Your throne, O God, this is speaking of the Messiah, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom, and you love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, the Father, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So clearly showing the Messiah is going to be God in flesh. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, or Father of Eternity is what that means. 
prince of peace, and of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward and forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Very clearly that the Messiah will be born into the world, that he will be mighty God. And then Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 through 14, which is significant to what Jesus is about to say. He says, I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, the Father, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that is that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away in his kingdom, the one which shall never be shall not be destroyed. Again, paralleling what it said in Psalm 45, your throne, O God, is an everlasting throne. And so in verse 22, it says, but then when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say, rise up and walk, but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Jesus is making a pretty bold statement. Notice he says that you may know that the son of man, remember we saw that in Daniel chapter seven, that's the the title of this deified leader. He says he has power to forgive sins. And so he's making this bold statement. Anyone who could say your sins are, anybody could say that your sins are forgiven you. And how would you know, right? But how many people can say, take up your bed, rise up and walk and go to your house and be healed? You know, if they're healed, that says a lot, adds validity. And Jesus would preach the word and then signs and wonders would follow the word to show his power. And so he healed this paralyzed man. And it says, verse 25, immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on and departed to his house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear saying, we have seen strange things today. In other words, they're like, what in the world was that? And I think that they they had trouble because, you know, these are the guys they listen to every Sabbath day. They went to do their Sabbath meetings. They listened to these guys teach. They had high respect for them. And now they see Jesus clashing with these religious leaders and their traditions and all the things that were happening there. What they're saying is that was weird. But what Jesus does when he comes into your life is he shakes things up a little bit, doesn't he? He does some strange things. He challenges us and brings uncomfortable things into our life and he challenges our religion and i think that this is a problem honestly with a lot of us jesus challenges our religion doesn't he this became very apparent to me a while back i was talking to a a friend of mine who happens to be a pastor's kid and he's like you know i have a real hard time doing the christian thing i just i have such a hard time and as we talked, it kind of dawned on me, because I know his dad, that amazing Christian man, on fire for Jesus. And I said, here's your problem. And I felt like I said that by the Holy Spirit, and he, after I told him, he was like, you're right. I said, here's your problem. Your dad and your mom, they got saved. 
And when they got saved, they said, you know, we, we have Jesus. We love Jesus. We don't need the booze anymore. We don't need the drugs anymore. We don't need the, the gambling anymore. We don't need all that stuff anymore. And they got radically saved. Well, the kids were kind of older. And all of a sudden it was, we don't do that anymore. And 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 I said, what you got was the rules, but you didn't have the relationship. You grew up with the rules. You didn't grow up with a, a love for Jesus. And so now it's like, we don't do any of those things. And that's what you've kind of based your Christianity on. Trying to keep the rules, cr- trying to, to do all the right things, when in reality, it's the relationships that, that, that's the important thing. Isn't it John chapter 17, verse 3? Jesus says, and this is eternal life. They, they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. He didn't say, this is eternal life. You keep all the rules. No, it's to know God and have a relationship with him. And when we have a relationship with him, we fall in love with Jesus. Then, then our sins and our lawless deeds, he remembers no more. They're cast as far as the east is from the west. Puts up the sign says, no fishing. Oh, that's a different, in the sea of forgetfulness. That was a wrong, wrong illustration. Sorry. But he cast them as far as the east is from the west. He, he, he no longer remembers our sin and we're forgiven. I said, man, what you need to do is just focus on Jesus. You need to start living your life every day, believing that God wants to bless you and not believing that God's just waiting for you to break the rules so he can come down on you. He's like, you're right. And so it is for you and me to have a relationship with Jesus, to know him, to love him, to seek his face and to watch him do marvelous things in your life. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We're grateful for just the lessons we learn from Jesus's Galilean ministry. Just such a an amazing time as he went from place to place and he healed the sick and he raised the dead and he did so many wonderful things. And I pray, Jesus, that you would just open our hearts and our minds to the things that you want to do in our lives. That we wouldn't limit you, that we wouldn't we wouldn't push you aside. That we wouldn't believe that you won't, but that we would believe if you're willing, you will. You can. You 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 want to oftentimes in our lives. Help us to place our trust in you, squarely in you, and to leave it in you. We would not trust in our worthiness, Lord, we're never worthy. We would not trust in our goodness, we're never good enough. But we trust in the all-sufficient power of you, Jesus and the work that you've done to cleanse us from all sin. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Till the very moment
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.